Hey everyone, welcome back to the Practical Non-Toxic Living Podcast by Ruan. This week's episode is a super short, bite-sized episode all about hormone disruptors in receipts. So this is a replay from a presentation Sophia gave to our Detox Academy members in fall of 2022. So we discuss some background information about hormone disruptors like BPA and um, some really cool, interesting facts and statistics about um, how prevalent they are in receipts and how that can actually enter our bloodstream just by being absorbed through the skin, which, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I'm always out here saying that the skin is the largest organ and it's absorbing everything we put on it, which is why eliminating your toxic exposures is so important because even though they're just tiny little doses of chemicals, those really add up even over the course of one day. Um, So this is really focusing on how we can eliminate those really harmful endocrine disruptors like BPA, like PBS from our hands and therefore our bloodstream just by, you know, interacting with receipts a little bit differently. So Sophia gives a lot of great background on that and then some really easy, quick tips to, you know, implement into your daily routines to hopefully avoid that for you too. Um, so I hope you enjoy, uh, as always feel free to email us with any questions, comments, thoughts, etc. <laughs> you can reach us at hello at Ruan living, R-U-A-N as in non-toxic living.com. Um, or you can find us on Instagram at Ruan Living or at Practical Non-Toxic Living. And while you're there, give us a little follow. Um, you probably can't notice it yet, but we're kind of in the middle of a fabulous overhaul of our Instagram. So you're going to be seeing a lot more consistent content, a lot more really beautiful content, a lot more super helpful content, you know, just to be able to serve our audience in different ways. That's all that we want to do here is really just empower and inform as many people as we can because we both have dedicated our lives to you know helping other people improve their lives by spreading the word about all these toxins that can exist in our world and the positive impacts in our you know immediate lives and then our long-term health that we can have for ourselves and our families just by becoming a little bit more conscious and eliminating them so you know give us a follow on instagram leave us a comment say hey (laughs) and on that note whatever platform you're listening to this on if it's spotify or Apple Podcasts or directly from Libsyn, make sure you're following, make sure you're subscribing, leave us a review. Um, That way you don't miss any episodes that we've been posting or any notifications that we've got for you guys. As always, let me just plug the Detox Academy really quickly. So this is our membership-based subscription option that is truly your one-stop resource for everything you need non-toxic living. Um, And you'll, you'll hear us talking about this, but this is really the resource that Sophia and I wish that we had had when we started to come to non-toxic living um, because, you know, we wasted hours of our lives just scrolling Instagram and online and trying out all these different products that didn't really work or weren't actually clean. And all we wanted was a resource where it was highly reputable, science-based, tested, true, everything you need to know, both background information and then also product recommendations, swap ideas, and honestly a community because it was such an isolating process to go through as well. Um, So the Detox Academy, we have over 350 lessons and videos for you guys, all divided up into the seven pillars of health in your home. So we've got 
self-care, we've got technology, we've got kitchen, we've got cleaning, we've got your mindset, like really beginning to understand the different toxins and how flipping your mindset can really be the beginning to changing your whole life and your daily routines. Um, I'm just so, so excited. I can't stop talking about it. And honestly, I literally cannot believe we're giving it away for only $47 a month. Like, oh my gosh, we could be charging way more, but we want to keep it accessible for our audience. We want to make sure, like I said, at the end of the day, all we want to do is simplify non-toxic living for you and help support other people going through what we once went through out there. Right now, we actually are giving 50% off, um, you know, for this season of spring, this season of cleansing, but it'll be coming to a close soon. So make sure you use it now rather than later, but it's 50% off your first month and you can use code SPRINGCLEAN50 or code SPRINGCLEANING. And I'll put both of those in the show notes with a link so you can just sign right up, making it super easy on you guys. Okay, that's pretty much all my plugs. You know, I could just talk forever on here, but I'm gonna let you guys get to your BPA and receipts with Sophia. So as always, I hope you enjoy and- And until next time. Hi, I'm Sophia Ruan Goucher, author of the critically acclaimed best-selling book, A to Z of Detoxing, The Ultimate Guide to Reducing Our Toxic Exposures, and founder of Ruan Living, the only wellness lifestyle brand that simplifies practical non-toxic living. Welcome to my podcast. Today, we're going to talk about BPA in receipts, what you should know, and seven tips to help you avoid BPA in receipts. BPA in receipts has actually been in the headlines for a few years now, from as early as 2012 and sooner. I grabbed some screenshots just to give you a sense of what's been reported in the news. From McGill University, they published an article more recently in 2020 about a number of studies that have shown that BPA can transfer from receipts on thermal paper and get absorbed into the body. Another website was reporting in 2018 that nine out of 10 receipts tested was found to contain BPA or a substitute chemical BPS. So what you should know. What has been more well-known is BPA in things like plastic food containers and canned foods. So if you're someone who's been looking to detox your home, many of you have started with your food containers, and many of you know that canned foods can also be contaminated with chemicals like BPA. But less well-known are the coatings of what's called thermal paper. So thermal paper include papers that are also used for your printer, but also receipts for airline tickets, grocery store receipts, movie theater tickets. Usually you'll notice a sheen on the paper. It'll be a little shiny. And there's a coating that just allows the paper to absorb ink from the printer. So there's a purpose for things like BPA being in the receipts, but it also doesn't stay on the receipts. I'm gonna take a little uh, short sidebar to talk about bisphenols. In this 
talk, I'm talking about BPA, but I just want to highlight that BPA is one chemical in a large class of chemicals called bisphenols. And as BPA developed more controversy in things like children's products and maybe water bottles, certain manufacturers and certain, um, because certain retailers were demanding that products be BPA free. So manufacturers replaced BPA with other chemicals and a popular substitute is BPS. And so BPS in more recent years has been studied and we've learned that BPS is not necessarily safer than BPA. So it's good to be aware that whether a product is BPA free or has BPA, the general idea of chemicals being on receipts is just a good thing to be cautious of. Don't have a false sense of security if a retailer says they now use BPA-free receipts, which some retailers are doing. A quick overview of some of the concerns with bisphenols or BPA. It's hard to really make sense of it because in the U.S., for example, the FDA continues to say that our BPA exposures are safe in the levels at which these chemicals are in our products. But there are states like in Maine and California and foreign governments like in France and other European countries that do not agree. In 2017, the European Chemical Agency, an agency of the European Union, classified BPA as an endocrine disruptor due to its probable serious effects to human health, which give rise to an equivalent level of concern to carcinogenic, mutagenic, and toxicity to reproductive substances. So we really do want to be conservative about our exposures to BPA. I've mentioned BPA is historically known to be in plastic food packaging and canned foods. So one easy way to detox your diet of BPA is to avoid having foods in plastic containers and canned foods. You can't be perfect about it. It's still worthwhile sometimes to eat healthy foods that have been in plastic and cans if it's still going to nourish your body. But as much as you can avoid the plastic food packaging and the cans, then the lower your levels of BPA in the body. We're also going to talk about how exposure from absorbing BPA through your skin is different than ingesting it. I spoke earlier about be mindful of BPA-free marketing, including of receipts. Here are just some examples of articles that have covered this topic. Here from the Environmental Working Group, there was an article about the replacement chemicals contaminating store receipts and therefore our bodies. Here is an article from the uh, environmental defense website and how BPA and BPS are finding their ways into our body. And the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency also had a lot of content on BPA and BPS and thermal paper and how they're making their way into people's bodies. And in my book, A to Z of Detoxing, I have a chapter on our track record with substitute chemicals. Some of you may recognize this slide from a prior 
workshop. And I just wanted to reiterate because it can be really upsetting to realize that we have toxic exposures from so many sources. And, you know, one good news about BPA and it's their substitute chemicals is that they do leave our bodies in a few hours. So if you cut your exposures, you cut the levels in your body. So that's really great news. And I just want to remind you with this quote, even when you do nearly everything wrong, your body maintains and preserves you. Most of us are testament to that in one way or another. Five out of every six smokers won't get lung cancer. Most of the people who are prime candidates for heart attacks don't get heart attacks. Every day, it has been estimated between one and five of your cells turn cancerous, and your immune system captures and kills them. Think of that. That's from a book called The Body, A Guide for Occupants by Bill Bryson. So certain behaviors for you to keep in mind, think about the fact that BPA entering your body will be processed differently than if you eat it because BPA was in the canned foods. Scientists are discovering that in your body, when absorbed, BPA isn't broken down as easily. And so there tends to be higher levels of BPA in your blood if it's been absorbed than ingested. So just be conservative. And one easy thing you can do is think about things you use before handling receipts. So there are certain things like using hand sanitizer and lotions that can increase the absorption of BPA through your skin. In fact, studies have found that absorption can be up to 100 times higher after using hand sanitizer or lotions or other products that have ingredients that enhance skin penetration because things like lotions and creams, some of them have ingredients that are designed to help other chemicals in those products penetrate your skin barrier more easily. And so that is part of why something like BPA can enter your body more significantly if you've just applied one of these products. So if you are going to use hand sanitizer and lotion, just be mindful of this reality. This is an excerpt from an article in Newsweek that explains that BPA absorbed through the skin after using hand sanitizer lasts way longer in the blood and isn't immediately processed by the liver in the same way as when it is ingested. And again, this article reiterates the study I mentioned that showed that hand sanitizers can increase the absorption of BPA into the body by up to 100 times or more. So let's get to the tips on how to avoid BPA and receipts. First, try and avoid accepting paper receipts. It's never been easier to accept just digital receipts instead. So this is just another reason to try and avoid accepting paper receipts. Second, when you do have to handle paper receipts, because sometimes maybe you're collecting receipts for reimbursement, or there's another reason, or there's a gift receipt, store the receipts in an envelope to try and contain the BPA that will be released from the paper. 
it'll contain it in the envelope rather than have it spread around in your purse or in a pant pocket. It's especially important that children and pregnant women be very cautious about their exposures to any endocrine disruptor. So if you have children, be really mindful that them handling receipts is a health risk and the less exposure children have to paper receipts, the better. And if you're pregnant or you have loved ones who are pregnant, make sure they're mindful too. An easy way to also avoid touching receipts is to wear gloves. And this is the perfect season during the holiday season to wear gloves and not have skin contact with the receipts. So when you leave the house, maybe just try and make sure you have gloves available. Again, tip number five, avoid using hand sanitizer or lotions before handling receipts. Be mindful that other products also may have ingredients that facilitate the absorption of BPA. So just be really conservative. If you must handle the receipts with your skin, try and do so way after you've used hand sanitizer or lotion. Also, there's a side of the receipt I've read that tends to not have the BPA, and it's the underside of the receipt, the receipt that perhaps doesn't have any text on it. So I suspect that this is not always the case. So don't have a false sense of security that there's a side of the receipt that does not have BPA. But it is true that some receipts do not have BPA or a BPA substitute on the underside, the side where it's not, printing is not expected on that side. And so you can, I'll pretend that this is a receipt, this piece of paper, this very large piece of paper, if it's a receipt, and this is the side that is not shiny, is not gonna have the store name and address and the itemized amounts on it. The thing to do is to try, and I don't know how you do this without gloves, but good to know that you could just fold it and avoid the side with the printing, and that can help too. Last, it's so important that you wash your hands as soon as you can after handling the receipts. You'll have residue on your hands and it can help your body to, to wash your hands as soon as possible. Doing this over your lifetime can just lead up to meaningful reductions over your lifetime. So those are the seven tips. If you would like more support, I just want to introduce you to two new offerings. They're like new and refreshed. There is the Detox Academy, which will be a monthly support. If you're looking for a gradual detox of your life, there'll be a workshop once a month. There'll be homework assignments. There's a whole online universe of more information. But if you want a deep dive and you want to detox your home and body and change your life as aggressively as you can in 40 days, then there's the 40-day home detox. So those are two options. At the Detox Academy, you'll find lots of resources, including programs for like a Home Detox 101, where you'll learn the simple budget-friendly things to detox your air, dust, 
more on your hands and water and sleep area. And the EMF detox program is super important as well. You'll learn budget-friendly ways to reduce your exposures to radiation from technology in your home. And there are also bonus workshops. There's the Forever Chemicals four-day workshop that I recently did and other great things. There's also a schedule of what kind of topics we'll cover next year at the Detox Academy and 40-Day Home Detox. All of that is online. And with the 40-Day Home Detox, you'll end up customizing a Bible. This is an example, a Bible that will serve as your practical non-toxic living resource for the rest of your life. On the right page is a roadmap of what we'll do over 40 days, but you can learn about all that and more on the website, ruanliving.com. This is meant to be a short powwow to raise your awareness to handling receipts and the seven things you can do to reduce your exposures to BPA or alternative hormone disrupting chemicals that are often used in receipts. So let me ask you something completely different, which would be probably what is your favorite part about your the 40-day home detox? What are you most proud of so that we can give everybody another a sense of it? There's so much. I think the one thing that jumps out to me is the workbooks that people have gone through together with my help. It introduces them to so many invaluable resources that will help them for the rest of their lives, but it also helps them discover so many aha moments, and then they'll have their organized shopping lists of healthier products they want to try, and it's just really, truly a great Bible for practical non-toxic living, so I love that that will help them forever. I really do like just the the style of the binder so you can add your own little notes and um, just something like this, like the receipts, you can just pop in some research where, where it's relevant into the binder. And that's, that's so helpful. I really do enjoy that. Yeah. So for example, at some point I will research the most non-toxic paper for my printer. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is an example of why I end up researching a lot of my products, because when I know about this, I can't help but, you know, next time I buy paper in bulk, I'm going to think, well, I need to know, is there a safer brand for me to buy for my family? And then I won't remember it. So I'll want to like print out the details of the brand and these other things details that matter when you're shopping and that I can put in my binder. So next time I'm looking for it, I know it ends up being like an organized shopping list for your household. So remember, There's, it's impossible to, to remember every little aspect. It's so nice to have something to go back to. Yeah. And I love that these programs offer regular access to me because I always wanted to just ask a mom like me, someone who had researched this stuff and has um, trial and error with the products out there. I just would want to ask someone, have you looked into computer paper and which one do you buy? But there are other things like I'll explain why I've researched the peanut butter I use and the 
nutritional yeast and the olive oil and everything. And so to be able to just quickly learn from a mom who's already done so much research will save a lot of time and onboard a lot more people to this more mindful living. And the workbooks are just so beautiful because I need things to be beautiful. <laughs> so I'm really excited for people to have them in their home because it'll bring beauty to this lifestyle. I agree. I agree. I think they're gorgeous. Great. Well, thank you everyone for joining today. I will also follow up this little powwow with a blog. So you'll you can look forward to that in an upcoming email if you want this in writing. And email me anytime with questions or requested topics. Take care. Thanks for listening. For podcast show notes, visit www.ruanliving.com, spelled www.ruan is in non-toxic living.com. To more easily listen to other episodes, please subscribe to the Practical Non-Toxic Living Podcast. And if you'd like to support it, please like it and share it. Until next time.